Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. And we are back with Beach and Company. Okay, I want you two guys, uh, Buzzy and Tony, to um, educate me. Is this something that goes on on the internet all the time and it's uh, some buzz that I have no idea what the hell they're talking about? Let me read one of the texts, literally, word for word. Not only that, verbatim. Okay, you ready for this? Uh, Benny Sanders ain't no suave dashing George Sanders saint. I vote for deed guy. Woosh, dames, spirit worldly, must be Benny plowed under here already. The hell does that mean? That's a foreign language to me. Uh, maybe Buzzy would know. Maybe this is some of the thing that the kids are doing. Uh, not not kids my age, maybe the younger generation. Uh, but Sandy, I'm looking at this right now. I get one of these every day. Yeah, this makes no sense. No, so it's just gibberish. <laughs> it's literally just gibberish, yeah. Let's put it this way. I, maybe he'll be one of the witnesses that the uh, Democrats would call up. <laughs> I'm thinking this would be a good candidate. All right, we're asking, should they call a witness or not? And uh, what's going to uh, what's going to happen? Are the uh, Republicans going to screw up again? Because here's what I said: if they're if they're getting their jollies, the Republicans by wanting to get uh, Biden and his son on there. Okay, say you got Biden. Say you got the senior Biden on there. If you ask him a question that's going to be incriminating, he's not going to answer it. He has a choice. He can answer it or he can not answer it by taking the fifth. Now, if he takes the fifth, most people in America would assume you're guilty when you take the fifth, that you're exactly what they uh, asked, that's exactly who you are and what you are, and that's why you're not telling them, okay? Uh, So that's the only negative I can think there for calling somebody like Biden. Somebody like his son, who cares? I mean, he's not going to answer anything incriminating anyway. And even if he did, uh, you couldn't prosecute him in this. You couldn't just say suddenly there's a a, uh, subpoena for uh, uh, your arrest or anything like that. I just don't get it. I, I don't know why. I think you can deal with this in other venues. You don't have to have this here. Meanwhile, with Bolton... If he said it, he said it. If he didn't say it, he didn't say it. We'll know soon enough when the book's out. And uh, if the book is out before this thing ends, just enter the whole book into evidence. So what? And even uh, as Dershowitz, Alan Dershowitz is not a first-year law student. He's a professor emeritus at Harvard. So I think he's got some chops. We usually love to hate him. Now we love him because he's on this side. He has gravitas. He He has more gravitas than the gravitas machine. Uh, he has he has loads of gravitas. He has to he has to donate gravitas to other lawyers, okay? And he says even if what uh, what they say in this book is true that the president told him told Bolton yes I'm doing that that it still wouldn't raise to the level of impeach, impeachment. So if you don't reach that level, it doesn't matter how good a lawyer you are. You're not going to get uh, get further. You're not going to get beyond that if you're fair. Now, they made the, Senate, the senators all take fairness pledge. Remember at the beginning? Like, okay, 
if you had made up your mind before, if some dramatic thing had happened, maybe you change it. But I think most people, when they go in, they know who they're going to vote for. After they've gone through this circus, they still know who they're going to vote for, and they're not going to change it. Do you agree with that? They also swear on the Bible that they're going to uphold the uh, Oh, yeah, the, the Constitution. Constitution, yeah. Until, of course, they get out of the sight of the Chief Justice, John Roberts, then they'll do whatever they want to do. It'll be interesting. The next segment, uh, I think, is written questions, where they have to write questions to the teacher. In this case, John Roberts. And I guess if they have to write them, I would guess that he's the one that reads them. And I wonder if they're all going to submit things or if they're going to uh, just, uh, you know, let it let it ride. Let me go on Twitter. I'll ask the 20-something crowd. Yeah, they always know. Now, you read that stuff, and it gives you agita. Yeah, it drives me crazy. Why do you bother reading it? It's agita every night for because you. Because it's for the show. Oh, I okay. have to, you know, be up to speed as to what's going on. And uh, as you know, I like to gauge the pulse of uh, the country, even though the, the the percentage of people that are actually on Twitter is pretty small. Yeah, I uh, I try and keep as well informed as I can be. I'm not a I'm not a fanatic where I'm glued to the set every minute. I used to be. I've kind of drawn back. No, from that. I you know I spend a certain amount of time every day on it, but I have kids to raise. I have a house to take care of. I have to cook, clean, and do everything, and be a husband. So I am. You not know what you could to- use? You could use a wife. <laughs> I have one. Oh, you have one? Oh, from the description, I assumed you did. <laughs> no, I said I have to be a husband, too. Your Honor, let the record read. Could we repeat that, please, Buzzy? We just heard what he said. Now he's denying it already. You should be a Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fake news. All right, Buzzy, give me another one. All right. Harvey says the House manager, Adam Schiff, should have called all witnesses and let the Republicans participate. But they knew there was no case. So just like any trial, it goes to the Senate or the jury. You can't go back and say you want more testimony, so no more witnesses should be called. What what disgusts me is the hate in the voices of the Democrat House managers. They really do. I mean, you have to wonder, if if you didn't know that they were U.S. senators, you probably wouldn't have guessed it. Uh, certainly from uh, the managers, uh, because there it's just one ugh after another ugh. You, you know what? Uh, uh, who's the little fat guy? I keep uh, Nadler. Nadler. You know what he reminds me of? Have you ever seen? <laughs> I know I'm going to regret saying this. I'm sorry. You ever see that commercial with a girl standing next to the little green slime man? Where she kicks it into the uh, disposal. What, the Mucinex one? Yeah, Mucinex. Yeah. He reminds me of a, the Mucinex guy. He is. <laughs> Green slime. Ugh, yuck. Well, you know, it's the, the coexist crowd. You know, they put that bumper sticker on it. They, they are the least tolerant people on this planet. <laughs> they should be fairer like we are, calling him the Mucinex green guy. We'll be back with more after this. Go to Alex in Buffalo. Alex, you're on WBN. Yeah, how you doing? I'm fine, Alex. Thanks for calling. What do you have? I'd like to know the real reason these Republicans put their tail between their legs. Not the usual, oh, they're just, you know, they act like they're above the Democrats. We all know the politicians all engage in insider trading. What do these Democrats really have on the Republicans that they cow down every year? These Democrats don't hold back. They just throw darts until one sticks. The Republicans do just the opposite. 
I think uh, I think that they're not uh, they're not warrior types. If they were warrior types, I don't think they feel comfortable or even wanted in the Republican Party. The warriors are all on the other side. They're the Democrats. They may uh, we may not agree with them. We may think some of their things are foolish, but they believe them and they're willing to fight for them. I don't I don't see that as much with the Republicans. So basically, Trump's on his own. He just has us. Oh, yeah, Trump is on his own. I mean, he's had to fight the press. He's had to fight uh, half of his own party, uh, and he is on his own. He's a, I mean, you talk about a warrior. This guy is a super warrior. And think of what it must be. I heard Rush mention this, to hear every single day how many people in the government hate you. But he's got people that love him, too. He's got a, a big rally coming up. Is that tonight? Uh, 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 hundred Or tomorrow, I think. A hundred, over 100,000 people are going to see him. Right? I read 175,000 people RSVP for uh, his event in, in New, Jersey. New Jersey. I think I it's in New Jersey. Yeah. So there are a lot of people that love him. But there again, you get the uh, high acceptance, high rejection. If you're doing enough to get high acceptance, you're doing enough to tick off the other people. And that's what he's doing. Can I ask one more question? Sure. After this is over, and obviously he wins, how long after do they come back with enough? And they learn from what Dershowitz told them last night. He was giving, I mean, like what he said, but if you really watched and listened to him. Well, well, one of the uh, uh, one of the politicians said that we're going to continue to investigate him. And I'm sure we're going to see impeachment number two. It's just a matter of time. They're not going to give up on this. This is just one thing. They'll try and uh, throw the uh, the fishing pole into the water and try and hook another one. This is not the end of it. I I think it would be a misuse of public funds and uh, the, and abusing the public trust. But uh, uh, the uh, the Democrats are determined to get this guy out of office. Unbelievable. Thank you, Alex. Thank you very much. Who was it? Maxine Waters has said it again. I saw her. Um, yes, about that a, they will impeach again. About a week ago. Says, oh, yeah, well, uh, no matter what, we're going to continue investigating him. So that's their job, full-time job, investigate the president. And Rush Limbaugh predicted that uh, a couple of months ago on Sean Hannity's uh, show on Fox. He said that this is just uh, – I can't remember which uh, battle we had just finished. But he goes, this is just one. Remember the We're big one. have this over and over. Now remember the big one. Rush said that he pro- uh, projected this too. Uh, 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 the House said we can't trust the ballot box anymore. Right. That means voting. Oh, my God. Uh, these people are serious. They're going after our most precious right, and that is to vote. Not only they they, they believe that the American people are too stupid to pick, to, uh, pick a, a winner, and that's what it's another thing that blows my mind. If you're a liberal Democrat uh, and your own party's calling you stupid and that you can't uh, properly pick a candidate, there's something's wrong there. But you also throw that mindset in with the fact that they are going to do whatever they can to rig the election. There are going to be so many illegals voting, it's not funny. And think about it like this. This is more than just a spat. This is a takeover of the American government. If they're talking about uh, disregarding voting as the, as the way we pick our representatives and our president, what the hell's left? There's nothing left. Look, they want to do away with the Electoral College. 
I mean, anybody who says we're heading toward real trouble, I Of course, they believe that's racist, the Electoral College. That's right. Uh, just an update on Trump's rally. It is tonight. They've requested more than 175,000 tickets. The convention center, where it's being hold, has a maximum capacity of 7,500 people. There are already, there is a huge group already outside of this convention center. Oh, my God. Uh, incredible. I'm looking at a live view of it now. It is packed. I think close to the number who will actually get in are already there, but they have TV monitors. It's it's um, the convention center and then this huge space in front of it. And there are TV monitors set up in fencing like they're expecting tens of thousands to be outside of that convention center wow. watching it. Of course, well, you know how warm it is in New Jersey right yeah. now. At 175,000, uh, that's that would supersede the Super Bowl, which is Sunday. Yeah. Incredible. Um, but, but nobody likes Trump. That's no. right. Yeah, nobody. And yeah. this is in Van Drew's district, the guy who just switched from Democrat to Republican. Oh, good. I, I think he's going to be there, too. I heard yeah. he would be there. Just amazing to me. All right, let's go to um, Herb in Springville. Herb, you're on WBEN. Hello. Hey. Hello, Herb. What do you got today? Well, you know, on impeachment, it's uh, rather interesting, and I don't know if you guys had talked about it yet, but um, the way it was started, started that inquiry, and it was done by Nancy Pelosi with a news conference there, which is totally unconstitutional. So in reality, this whole thing at the very beginning, as some of the, um, the Trump's representatives have stated when they it wasn't a blanket refusal to not, uh, you know, respond to the subpoenas, which they did. They explained why they weren't responding to the subpoenas, because it w- they were all unlawful. Because they didn't take a vote before they sent them out. And you know what? What amazes me about that is they even said that they uh, they were going to just send them out and not take a vote. And you're telling me with all the lawyers they have, nobody said if we send them out, they're useless because they would not be legal. We are supposed to take a vote before we send them out. Yes, but not just that. The, the whole idea of starting the inquiry, they've, you've heard this mentioned numerous occasions where they said the sole power of impeachment rests in the House of Representatives. Right? Right. It, it doesn't say the sole power of impeachment resides in a committee what's happened they they from what i understand and been watching this pretty um closely the committees were set up and this had never been voted on to even start the inquiry yet so there's uh here you got the uh the uh chief justice uh john roberts sitting there probably knowing that the whole thing is uh, illegal and not acceptable anyway yeah it's like the fruit of the poisonous tree once you once they started that unlawfully or unconstitutionally, everything they do after the fact is discarded. Is unconstitutional. Yeah, that's right. I'm glad you brought that up. It's a very, very important part. We had not brought it up. I had heard it and I knew it, but we had not brought it up. So thank you, Herb. Thank you for refreshing our audience. Yeah, nothing beyond nothing uh, that that stems from that is legal. So uh, whether the investigation is not legal and any of the, uh, any of the uh, legal documents out there not legal because they had not taken a vote to do it. And I had heard about them needing to take a vote, but they just didn't. Now, why would they disregard that? Why would they continue on a path that somebody had to know that on the Democratic side? I have no idea.
How about you, Buzzy? Got any uh, brainstorms on, on something? Because like I can't figure it out. No, I, I, I think we need to uh, to go in-depth and maybe talk to one. Yeah, that would be very good. We need an investigation. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, these uh, When they take the vote, keep in mind now, half the people there are going to vote to uh, impeach. Or not impeach, but to kick them out and half aren't. But luckily it's a half plus. So we still have the votes as best I know. Did you guys see the uh, Fox News poll over the weekend? It, uh, of course, all the liberal blo- bloggers have been going crazy on Twitter. It was a Fox News poll that said 50% of Americans want the president removed and 44% do not. But did you go, because no one ever does this, go look at the breakdown of the poll. Okay. Go it was internals. 48 Democrats and 42 Republicans. Oh, okay. But that was not mentioned on the graphic anywhere. You had to go online and look at the bottom in very small print. I always look at the alternatives. What if, <coughs> pardon me, he uh, he lost that vote? Well, then we'd have Pence as the uh, president, okay? But the next election, uh, which isn't that far away, as I said earlier, can you imagine Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren uh, or any of them, actually, as president? Because I can't. I really can't. No, that would be a nightmare. I learned, you know, going uh, with the last presidential cycle, not to trust any polls. So when a poll comes out, I automatically hey, wait a I like disregard Polish it. people. Polish people are it has nice. Nothing to do with why Polish do you people. not trust polls? But it, it, maybe have good food too. Yeah. It, it's also so misleading. And we're talking about a poll of under a hundred people that is weighted in one direction, sold as look at this huge poll we took. Well, whenever you t- look at a poll and you see how they weight it, that's always a key where they make up for a lack of respondents from one demo or psychograph to another. That's always the key, yeah. By the way, I think uh, Chuck Schumer is listening to the show because just now he said in a press conference, believe it or not, that the requests to call Hunter Biden are an intentional misdirection by the Republicans. Okay, we'll uh, take a break and return on News Radio 930 WBEN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Sounds like a monster rally tonight. 175,000 requests for tickets for an, an auditorium that holds 7,500. Good thing nobody likes him like you guys. Yeah, he's very, uh, they're dropping off. 
Yeah, the last one was 176,000. It's amazing. You notice how you don't see Republicans saying that they've switched parties after viewing this? It's only Democrats that you're seeing coming forward and saying, I'm done with them, I'm switching parties, we're going independent. And here is a text. Good morning. Chuck Schumer also stated that Trump's kids may be benefiting from the deal with China. He needs to be sued for defamation of character. I guess you can say anything. Uh, but if you get caught on, uh, if you get called on it, it might be a very, uh, very difficult. Uh, let's see. Today's Democrats will blame the Republicans until we end up like Venezuela, and then it's too late. That's it. I've never seen such a. Remember, it started, I think, with the uh, President Obama saying, "I'm going to transpose the um, uh, the the country." Uh, we didn't say he didn't say how. We assumed it was for the benefit. But that really kind of started the let's uh, let's disassemble the United States and put back only the most minor of uh, of pieces, and that's what we're looking at. I mean, they're they're presenting things. Just I mean, two of the viable candidates in the Democratic Party are so far left they they can see communism from there. So how can they be in a legitimate contest where they're considered to be the leaders in some in some of the polls? I, I just don't get it. I really don't. And it's like they must have had a secret meeting that nobody knew about. That's why it would be secret. And they decided, okay, this is the agenda. Here's how we take over the United States. We can't do it with a military force. We would be repelled and, and into smithereens. So let's do it domestic policy. Let's do this. Let's do that. Let's drain them dry. Let's promise everything to everybody for nothing. And then it will implode. There's a meme that really hits home. It's something to the uh, – paraphrase here, uh, a generation that was raised hating this country will not defend this country. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's true. Yeah, if something happens, you're going to see people running off to Canada or other places. I can't, I can't see them. It, it, it does not seem like they have the pride of what we have. You know why? Because they don't know what we have compared to what everybody else has. What we, uh, what we have is in, in our freedoms and treasure and health care and, and education and all that stuff, they don't understand it's the best because they've never seen. They should go down to Haiti sometimes and see how they have to live. Remember during, uh, during one of the natural disasters, I'm not making this up, and I'm certainly not trying to be funny because it's not funny. The people of Haiti were eating dirt sandwiches. And we mean it when I say dirt sandwiches sandwiches with dirt in them that's what they were eating and then we uh, we turn on the tv and we see some little punk kid uh, saying how uh, you know america isn't uh, all it's cracked up to be it's a hell of a lot better than the other ones let's go to sharon and buffalo sharon you're on wben hi sandy hello just struck me would it be beyond the democrats to buy up all those tickets and then not show up and make it look to Trump like nobody showed up? No, that, that would be a little too obvious. And, uh, and trying to control all the tickets might be hard, but I, I like your thinking anyway. I wouldn't put it past them if it's at all possible. Well, remember, Nixon had the Dirty Tricks group. This puts them to shame, I can tell you. Are, are you as amazed as I am about the, uh, the way this uh, hearing is going for impeachment? I think they ought to find something else to do. I think they ought to do something. You know, we're paying them good money, 
and they're sitting around uh, and, and and investigating the other side. They've got a plan for when they lose. They're going to continue with a different venue. Uh, we have not seen the end of this. No, I know. And I'm sorry, but I can't figure out why the Democrats don't see, or the Republicans, or even the Democrats, see what they're doing to this country. I, I think that they are so wrapped up in themselves that they don't see it. Uh, we don't. Uh, the president had to say in an extraordinary exclam- exclamation, we are not a socialist country and we're not going to be a socialist country. Think about anybody just saying, okay, what you, uh, what you have and what your history is is gone. Here's what we are now. And you look around, and socialism doesn't work except in very extreme cases. Well, and all these these millionaires who um, have billions, do you see them contributing to uh, the food bank? And Yeah, I don't know what they do, but I do know that uh, uh, some of them are spending extraordinarily amounts of, uh, uh, of money uh, to further their causes. Some are behind the scenes, some are more overt about it. Bloomberg himself says he he will commit a billion dollars, that's with a B, of his own money. And he's, uh, except for one poll I've seen, he's not even registering on that. And And I don't see him, instead of running for mayor, contributing, or president, uh, contributing a lot of money. There are some who do, some of the tech guys. Have, have Well, look at Bill Gates. He has committed like a huge number, like 80%, even higher than that, uh, to give away in philanthropic uh, adventures. He's done a lot of good around the world with his money. Yes, he has. Bill and Melinda Gates um, have, have benefited a lot of the world with their dough, and I don't begrudge them a cent. No, I don't either. Uh, they're doing good with their money, um, but... The, the rest of them, um, if Nancy Pelosi oh, lived in San Francisco with the other natives, I wonder how long she'd be there. Yeah, all of the crazies are either in, LA, in uh, California or New York. We have, we have the market cornered. Thank you, Sharon. Thank you very much. We really do. If you get rid of the Electoral College, that's the two states that will elect every president. Well, that's true, yeah. And why do you think they want to not only open the gates, they want to give people a ride through the gates to be here? Because next year, uh, well, actually, it's this year, uh, there's the uh, census taken, and the census has to count everybody, everybody, whether you're here legally or illegally. So uh, states like, uh, that, are, uh, that welcome illegals, they welcome them partially because they're going to count toward their population. And the more in their population that gets registered, the more representatives they have in the House. The Senate stays the same, obviously, but the House changes. And then you have states that want to offer driver's license to illegals. And guess what happens after that? They suddenly are able to vote because of, oh, I don't know, a glitch or something. Just amazing. It really is. We're seeing it. This is a coup. We're looking at a coup. We're in the middle of a coup. It's not just a... 
It's just not a bunch of crazy people meeting. we we got to deal with this. But we're the hillbilly dummies, according to the left. Yeah. We'll take a break and, return, and return on News Radio 930 WBN. Uh, here is a, a very interesting text that says, okay, it moved already. It says, for goodness sake, Omar married her brother to get him into the country. Talib swore her allegiance to the USA and the Koran and flies a Palestinian flag in her office, not a USA flag. What's up with this? You're right. They're elected officials. Uh, I don't understand it either. I read yesterday the FBI is finally investigating uh, Omar uh, for, let's see, fraud to get into the country by marrying her brother. Yeah. And uh, supposed to be other campaign uh, fraud uh, against her or charges. I think Schiff, uh, Schiff's parents... Uh uh, married their cousins too. <laughs> if, if you if you look at those eyes, those are not. The, how would you like to wake up at three in the morning and and uh, turn over and have those eyes looking at you? Woo! Little spooky, don't you think? He's not right. And uh, yeah, the Mucinex boy. I'm gonna I'm gonna call uh, Nadler the Mucinex boy from now on. That little green slime thing that they run on television, that the uh, woman kicks into the disposal. That's uh, that's how I'm going to refer to him. Frank and Tonawanda. Frank, you're on WBEN. Uh, good morning, Sandy. Uh, that's a perfect name for Nadler. Oh, absolutely. What's going on, Frank? Well, you, well, now, when you compare the two of them, there's not much to... Uh... No, they're not going to be uh, chick magnets at 4 a.m. when the bar's closing. <laughs> I can tell you that. These Democrats, do they not understand that maybe one day they'll be... They'll have a, pre- a president, a Democratic president. Do they not understand that there could be retribution? Down- well, of course. As long as there's a Republican House, you can start it. Absolutely, sure. I mean, you know, this this whole farce has gone on long enough. Uh, I, I, they should finish their their defense, and they should just throw it out. I'm sorry. I, I don't – because if you start bringing in these witnesses – where does it end? That is a never-ending source. You go one for one, tit for tat, and that's the way that'll go. And it'll last a long time because a lot of it'll be uh, tried in court. A lot of it'll be tested in court. And you know, and it's 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 like I said before, it's amazing. We would have never known any of this stuff if Hillary had been elected president. Of course not. I never, you know, Sandy. I've always had high respect for our government. High respect for the. Uh, the Secret Service, the FBI, but now that I'm seeing all of this stuff coming out, I'm I'm really afraid for our country because when you have people there that have the power and the wherewithal to go after citizens of this country just because they don't agree with them, there's something radically wrong here. Yeah, we always had great deal of trust in our government and uh, especially the FBI. Secret Service, whatever, all of those uh, agencies in Washington, and it turns out they all have something to be concerned about. Oh, my God, Sandy, it's just like it's a horror show. I, You know, sometimes I'm, I'm watching this, and I can't believe that this is actually happening in our country, that we have Democrats that actually are talking socialism. They want to do away with the Electoral College and all this other stuff. I want to do away. One one said that we cannot trust the ballot box anymore. That's eliminating voting. I mean, for crying out loud, the very foundation of our country. Yeah, and you have you have all these uh, middle states uh, in the in the breadbasket of the United States. All these small populated states they will be eliminated because 
the electric, if you go go by population, naturally it's all going to be on the east and the west coast. That's it. Can you imagine the country run almost exclusively by California and New York? Like California and New York are two of the examples of how to screw up a state. You know, Sandy, I just came back from uh, Las Vegas, uh, and and I'll tell you what, there's a lot of people down there, a, a lot of strong Trump supporters, and they're all over the place. And- oh, yeah. Every every place we go, the, you run into Trump people. Yeah, I hardly see any uh, any people standing up for the Democrats. No, and it's, you know, like uh, I was talking to this one person in this store. It was an all-American store, that, and uh, she she actually, literally she came out to me because my son had a MAGA hat on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and she had a Trump, a, a Trump uh, sweatshirt on. And she she come up and we had a long conversation, and she says, you know, she says I used to be a Democrat. She says my family was solid Democrat for years and years and years, and she says I changed my affiliation after Trump was elected president because the way that the, she says if I ever vote for a Democrat again, I hope God strikes me down because I I always used to be pretty open minded about voting for the person, not voting for the party. But now I'm, I'm kind of like really, really. The Democrats, uh, you know, you can understand a difference of opinion, give and take, win some, lose some. But the Democrats, uh, their positions now seem almost as, as anti-American as any foreign nation would be if they were here. And they're supposed to be governing us. And, now, you know, and getting back to those, uh, to those uh, Halib and, and uh, the other ones, the only reason why they were elected to Congress is because the districts that they come from are overwhelmingly uh, Muslim. Well, get used to it because we're going to see a lot more of that, obviously, as the as the uh, gates are open, sure. When Obama was president, he let a lot of that uh, immigration from certain countries settle into certain states and certain districts, and they're completely controlled by the Democrats. Well, you know, if if they have the answer to everything— why, why are they coming here when they can stay where they are and be very comfortable? I don't understand. If they're trying to get away from something, why would they come here? You're absolutely right. I don't understand it. You come to this country for a better life, and then you bring all that baggage here with you. Yeah. Come on. Uh, you're a sitting congresswoman, and you got a Palestinian flag flying on your desk. And I think there should be a basic, uh, a basic oath you take not to marry your brother. Oh, well, <laughs> notice that she's been pretty pretty quiet. Well, at least you don't have to spend a lot on the honeymoon. Okay, hey. Yes, <laughs> you're trying to keep a low profile. I would think so. Hey, thanks, Frank. Thank you. Good to talk to you. Yes, I would like to be your representative. I am going to marry my brother. Oh, that sounds exciting, doesn't it? You guys are just saying that because you have white privilege. I know. I know. Let's go to uh, Christine in Tonawanda. Christine, you're on WBEN. Uh, good morning, Sandy. I just would like to congratulate you on what you're going to do when you retire, and I would like to comment on it. Uh, because of bad eyesight, uh, there's a whole segment of the, con- uh, of the population that really doesn't understand what's going on politically. But from my experience, which I, I would like to suggest independent living situations and also assisted living uh, situations. Um, oh, sure. These people uh, really, it's so hard to even uh, form a book club uh, among them. And I just thought it would be an interesting thing to do and keep us all up to date on what's going on around us. 
Right, and there's also the radio reading station. You would be a good volunteer. Yep, I've I've done that years ago. I could get back involved with that too. I I, I it's not going to be uh, imminent that I'm when I'm going to finally do it. But when I finally do it, I think I'd like to do that. Well, and they would come to you too, and then you could discuss it. But you know, it, it's it's a rigmarole. You have to just check into the office, and they have to sign up and all that. Sure. But with your name, you would be doing a good thing for us. Well, thank you. I think it would be fun to do and benefit both of us. Keep me alert and uh, keep everybody informed. Good. Thank thank you, Christine. Thank you. Bye. Thank you very much. All right. uh, Let's see. Uh, Basically, I think the Republicans finish up today. It's the third day. I don't think they took anywhere near the 24 hours allotted to them. And then I think, if I'm not mistaken— they get to a session of questions. They have to be written, though. They have to write them out and uh, submit them to the judge, the how, who happens to be the chief justice of the Supreme Court. I think they still recognize the Supreme Court. And uh, it should be interesting what the questions are. Uh, what, uh, that, that might be something uh, we, we might do as a subject if we do another one of these type shows within the next few days. What, what would your question be? Submitted to the judge. You know what I mean? Judge, who has the better chicken sandwiches? Is it, uh, you know, is it <laughs> this one, that one, or the other place? Yeah, is, uh, do you like Chick-fil-A better than Dirty Bird? Blue cheese or ranch? Yeah, do you like uh, chicken and waffles better than just chicken? Oh, now how you're ab- really talking chicken. Uh, how about uh, chicken noodle soup, which I've had the last two days, thanks to the woman who uh, has a particular set of skills. One of them is to make a great chicken soup. Thick, too. You could put the spoon or the fork in there, and it would stand straight up. Mm. You want noodles, you want uh, carrots, and, of course, chicken. Otherwise, it wouldn't be chicken noodle soup. They don't have carrot noodle soup, as best I know. No, they don't. All right, that about wraps it up. And we have a final, for for my show anyway, 72881 is the cash code number. The word play, P-L-A-Y. Send P-L-A-Y to 72881. You might win $1,000 in cash. Sandy Beach WBEN studio rings out in support of those who rang the Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center victory bell today in celebration of a victory, large or small. Elvis has left the building. Oh, I wish we never had to leave the beach. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. What the hell do you know, you ignorant bastard? Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.